Get ready for truth and transparency from an ocean of liberal tears. Welcome to the Blue Shark Show with your host, Mike Lang. Well, thank you, Judge. I'll look at the papers. I was the one to find him out of order. You don't have to do that. This is the commissioner's court. You aren't the king. This one more time. Bill Baker, you are on the line. Fall at your feet. You are out of order, Commissioner. Oh, I'm out of order. That's exactly how court was the other day for commissioner's court on Tuesday and then special commissioner's court right after that. The judge was turning, pointing, you're out of order, you're out of order, and it was ridiculous. And it was all about this Hood County petition against Commissioner Dave Eagle, and everybody's complaining about his residency. Well, from where I sat in that room, the only people out of order in that room were the county judge and Ron Cotton. And possibly the sheriff when he escorted uh, Steve Biggers out. But, yeah, you're right. This whole thing was a travesty that day. I mean, sitting in the audience, and I did get there a little late, it was cringy to sit in there and see our government so dysfunctional because of Massengill's fragile little ego. It was. And not only Judge Massengill, but look at Ron Cotton. He would turn to him every time as a little, you know, buddy to say, hey, and point it out. And we'll get into Roger Deeds, you know, the sheriff here in a little bit. But, man, he escorted Biggers out. And, you know, let's look at this petition. It was signed by supposedly over 140 people, right? Supposedly. Supposedly. and Unverified. Unverified on, you know, who votes, who doesn't vote, you know, who's registered, not registered. And, First of all, do you bring this to commissioner court for any type of investigation? You know, if you if actually want to look at my my history here as a constable, um, he, he, he thinks the entire county is his own investigative wing. He's made that very clear uh, with several investigations, failed investigations in my office. Well, there you go. I mean, that that's part of this then. And you can tell that there was a big hand of the judge in this. Oh, 100 percent. And, you know... He is a attorney. He knows how to read and interpret the law, and he has chosen to take this into his court or his court when it should go to the district court. And that's exactly where it needs to go. And let's talk about the decorum. When the commissioners, and I believe it was last year, they set forth rules of decorum for their very own court. Now, do you think they followed that? Well, of course not. Like uh, so many other things, the decorum is for thee, not for me. And so, you know, King Massengill wants to sit on the top of the dais and act like a king. So he institutes rules that he can apply and not apply at will. And unfortunately, this time he snagged Roger Deeds in the middle of it. He did. And not only that, but all four of the commissioners and the county judge signed the rules of decorum. And let me read you a highlighted portion under section F. These rules do not prohibit public criticism of the commissioner's court, including criticism of any act, omission, policy, procedure, program, or service. That means the citizens are allowed to speak their grievances against that commissioner court. And Massengill has demonstrated time and time again, I think during 
the uh, deliberation period before they adopted those new rules, I think that was one of the ones he wanted struck out. But he has shown time and time again that those rules are only enforceable when he deems that those that they're convenient enough for him to enforce. And Mr. Biggers lit him on fire, right? And and you know he's that stay in your lane kind of guy. He's the incoming you know chair Republican chair of Hood County. Well, what it comes down to is rules or no rules. The judge had no control of that room, and uh, and to me, the fact that it got as crazy as it did is a direct reflection on him and his lack of ability of, to establish decorum or maintain decorum, let alone get the business of the county done. And it, it's turning the commissioner's court into a circus or a kangaroo court, if you will. And I mean, it's just a real indictment against Judge Massengill's ability to lead. It is. And not only to lead, but he's got to look at everything from a standpoint of what do I do, Ron Cotton? He always looks to Ron Cotton on what he needs to do. He's kind of lost. And if you look at Jack Wilson during this whole meeting, you know, he went from sitting up like this to kind of burying his head, didn't he? Well, uh, I would say, you know, sneaking back away from that situation is, is a good way to put uh, Jack Wilson, especially when we got the special session section of the, uh, of the agenda. And watching all this stuff play out online, you know, this petition, I know a couple people reached out to me personally and said, man, I went to go get a burger over there off Fall Creek Highway. And um, when I was in there, the owner comes up and he was like shoving this petition in my face and I signed it just to get him out of my face. You know, it's like he was pestering his own people, his own patrons to go after a political opponent. Yeah. Yeah. And well, in that specific person ran against Dave the first time, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, four years ago and uh, got the, well, he didn't make the runoff. He got beat pretty bad. Right. So, you know, the people that put this together, they, they've got an ax to grind, you know? Obviously. And so, you know, right or wrong, what they're doing, they can petition the government, but not in commissioner's court. If they want to make commissioner's court aware of it, fine. But they want the commissioner's court to investigate and handle investigations, well, they probably did it because, like you said, Judge Massengill has been doing it the whole time anyway. That's right. This is kind of really the, the first time that one of his investigations has been revealed in the actual opening or actual investigative phase. Every other time that it's happened, he's waited to drop it through the Hood County News or, or in some other fashion to catch people by surprise, whereas this time we kind of caught him in the beginning. So David Fisher, who is the actual county chair, Republican county chair right now until Steve Biggers takes over, gets up and, and goes one and two, boom, boom. This is what you need. He explained it. He talked about being on the ballot, being part of the Republican Party. For this petition, there are two, particular, two possible scenarios. The first is that it has to do with uh, a person being on the ballot, in which case this is a matter for the party, not for this court. The second scenario is that this is a matter for whether or not to remove a person once elected. Uh, I'd like to read from Texas Local Government Code. Uh, this is Local Government Code Title Three, Subtitle B, Chapter 87. Uh, subchapter B, uh, Paragraph 87.15. A petition for removal. A procedure for the removal of an officer is begun by filing a written petition for the removal in a district court of the county in which the officer resides. And that's their responsibility. And the other is the local government code and election code. Yeah, and it's funny that 
uh, Dave's opponent in the 2022 Republican primary chose not to pursue this through the actual avenue that is established within the rules of the GOP. And I think it's because he knows, like most people, that this is all going nowhere. None of his opponents did. None of his opponents the first time, none of his opponents the second time, and nobody, anybody could have gone to the district court to petition it if you've lived here more than six months. So all these 140 people on here, step up to the plate, take this to district court. This issue is not a new issue. Um, Dave Eagle has fended off these accusations since his first campaign. And you're telling me in four years, this group apparently that some people think is notable, but I think it's a very small group of people. This group hasn't figured out in four years the right process. And unfortunately, they brought it before commissioner's court, who also apparently was struggling with the process, which is why David Fisher had to, had to get up there and spend, I don't know, a minute to explain the situation to them, and yet they still act confused. And I think that Judge Massengill does understand the process. He was just looking for the right answer. He asked Ma, the county attorney. Ma said no. So he asked Pa, Tack. Uh, Tack said no. So now he'll keep wanting to hire people until he gets the answer that he wants. And that's what he does. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he knows that isn't the venue. But what happens when it goes into commissioner's court? You've got a newspaper here that's going to get a hold of it. Fake news. And try to run with it, right? Well, he takes a legal issue, and he turns it into a political issue, but he wants us to take it with the seriousness of a legal issue. Well, I'm sorry, Judge, you can't have it both ways. You can either do it by the law, or you can make a political circus out of it, and you chose to make a political circus out of it. And it's a circus that he ended up looking like a total clown. I mean, by the end of that, even the attorney that he had brought in from Austin said, no, the people are right. This is not the right venue. And, you know, that you talk about the circus in the king and the jester's court, basically. Let's go into Steve Biggers. And now he's the incoming chair for the Republican Party. And he got up there to talk. And that's kind of what he brought up. He said, look, you know, you got to stay in your lane. County website's pretty clear. Responsibilities, taxes, budgets, plannings, elections, appointments. The, tax, the Texas Association of Counties is pretty clear. You guys, road and bridges, budgets, hiring, firing, that sort of thing. This is way, way, way out of your all's lane. And, and pe people that follow this court often, they, they come to expect this from Commissioner Cotton. That's why he got fired from the people in, in, in Precinct 2. Uh, they, they're tired of these antics, and that's what I, I told them. One more time. You are out of line. This is talking about item number six. Don't be attacking individual members. He, he put that on the agenda. He put that on the agenda. I'm, I'm addressing the agenda, Judge. Any commissioner can put anything on the agenda. You keep your comments to number six, or you're going to be asked to leave. Are we good? Because the last time you did this, I was out there and you decided to show yourself like this. So well, I throw this to yeah. you. I throw this to you, Judge. Wait a minute, Judge. You don't get to make your. I'm the one that finding him out of order. You don't get to do that. This is the commissioner's court. You aren't the king. This is a commissioner's oh. court vote. If you want to put it on the. If you want to make a motion, you make a motion. You 
have the final say here. You're really going to do this? I'm just trying to make my point across. He's this is their court, so he's the judge. <coughs> he's the highest law enforcement official, period. Not you. Not you. You did this the last time when I was out in the aisle, and you showed yourself. Yeah, you did, sir. You yell at me when I'm six rows back, and now you want to escort me out because you don't want to hear the truth. This falls at your feet. The petty, weak leadership that you show falls at your feet. Sheriff, you don't, we're not put up with that. So let's talk about what just transpired with Judge and Ron Cotton throwing out Mr. Biggers. And go, let's go back to what we talked about in that decorum. He did not break one thing in that decorum as it's listed that they signed, each one of them, and then it gets worse, in my opinion. Not only did the judge and the commissioner, Cotton, throw him out, but who escorted him out? Sheriff Roger Deeds, and it pains me to say that. I think uh, Sheriff Deeds has overall done a pretty good job. But this is one time when he should have known that it's not up to the judge and his puppet, uh, Cotton, sitting next to him to be able to kick somebody out. That should have gone to a vote of the commissioner's court because, as Commissioner Eagle said, it's the commissioner's court, not the judge's court. I think it's really unfortunate uh, that this happened. Um, Roger has been held up by many people in this community. Um, as a bastion of protection of the Constitution. Um, in fact, I would say that Roger himself um, has set himself up um, as someone who is knowledgeable of the Constitution and takes it seriously and is going to defend it in the fight of it being challenged. And unfortunately, also, there's nothing in this video that leads me to believe that Mr. Biggers violated the rules of decorum. So first of all, Judge Massingill was completely out of line himself um, by calling on Sheriff Deeds. Um, to take action, especially as a peace officer myself and an elected official. Um, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very troubled by Roger's actions. Um, my opinion, it flirts with breaking the law, what and, Roger did. And I think there's already talk of a lawsuit due to civil rights being violated that day there in the courtroom. Uh, you know, we'll see if that happens. I know the other side throws that out as a threat a lot of times when conservatives want to do conservative things, but this is a serious issue. You can't just remove people without cause and without a vote. And that to me, you know, we can talk about Ron, you know, Massengale and how he acts and like he, you know, like Dave said, you know, this guy's the king, right? You're not king. And of course, everybody laughed because that's exactly what he's been. Yep. And you got the gestures on both sides, but the gestures and, uh, you know, when it comes down, and you, you talked about it, you're in law enforcement. I was in law enforcement for 30 years. You know, you've got the rules of decorum right there that all four of them, or all five of them signed, and they don't follow it. And then you have somebody like Mr. Biggers with his First Amendment rights being taken out by the county sheriff. Something's wrong, folks. That's, that's just wrong. Well, you know... I'm no lawyer, um, but the commissioner's court is holding a duly gathered court. Okay, they're, they're called upon to satisfy a civic duty that we have. Mr. Biggers is actually exercising his God-given constitutional rights. And last I checked, constitutional rights trump rules or procedures or whatever. And so as far as I'm concerned, when Mr. Biggers was up on the floor, Judge Massacre needs to shut his mouth and let him speak. And Roger Deese needs to, needs to stay in his seat. 
and know what those rules of decorum are and knows what, know what his authority is because I'm unclear that he has that knowledge or knows how to exercise that knowledge at this point. He does not. He showed that the other day. He does not. And that's a problem. It should be a problem for Hood County, and it needs to be addressed. Absolutely. And it's it's not like Steve Biggers was, you know, calling Commissioner Cotton names or anything. He just said that he had got fired, which is totally true. He did just get fired by the voters of Precinct 2. And he's telling them to stay in their lane. And please, folks, go watch the video. We, We tell everybody, go watch the videos Um, at the Hood County YouTube site and watch it for yourself. We're urging everybody to do that because we cannot play every single clip of every single person that came in, but you need to watch that and and just see for yourself. And, you know, we had other people speak, and uh, Pastor Mary Cardin came in from the Brazos Covenant Church, and she said the same kind of thing, that um, this is wrong. This is very wrong, and it stinks to high heaven. So people in the community that are looking at this petition see the problems that are going on here in Hood County with a small group of individuals that are trying to break everything up and be so negative against the people trying to do good. And I find it interesting that oftentimes they go after people personally when they know they can't attack them on policy. Uh, You know, the policies of conservatives in Hood County are widely popular, so, you know, the people that like to be in control, uh, control freaks, they have to go negative on some sort of personal issue, like where you live or what's in your divorce papers or, you know, whatever. I am a people person. I'm a pastor. And I'm here because I believe this is wrong. This is very wrong. This is not right. I will vouch for Commissioner Eagle's character and integrity as I've experienced it. I've watched him come under attack since the get-go, and it was all political. I walk as a spiritual person with a gift of discernment and this stinks to high heaven. I don't know how else to say it. I'm asking you to stop this. And the other thing I want to say is if you were at the school board meeting, the silent majority is coming alive and we're watching and we're not sleeping. And I think I could speak, I believe the majority of the Hood County Pastor Council is here. Maybe I could say with a majority, we're not sleeping anymore. We're up and alive, and we're asking you to do what's right. Thank you. Man, how powerful, right? And we're not sleeping. What can you even add to that? I think she was pretty darn clear about... uh what the moral mindset is of this community right now, and it's definitely not with the three members in the middle of that dais. No, and and you could tell. Did you see Jack? Oh man, yeah. he was he was he was hiding his face. Practically was, and I am very proud to see members of uh, the churches, you know, faith leaders that are stepping up and and speaking out against this type of stuff that's going on. Because, like she said, we've been silent for too long, and it's it's time. It's past time. <laughs> 
Uh, we've been talking about that on their shows. You know, where are the pastors? Please come out, you know, stand up for what is morally right. And we've seen them now in the last few weeks coming out to different meetings, whether it's GISD, Commissioner Court, City Council. So I think it's great that they're starting to get, you know, involved. It's like a new Black Robe Regiment for those of you who are familiar with history. And that would be awesome, wouldn't it, for something like that to start here in Hood County? You got that right. You know, we've talked about this before. Because of where we are positioned right next to the Metroplex, they like to highlight the things that go on here. You know, over the years, we've helped jumpstart and kickstart a lot of good ideas that have been spread throughout the country. And, you know, I would hope that we can see this uh, a new revival, if you will, come about out of Hood County. And, you know, Pastor Carden and everybody that came out to speak, pro or con, um, thanks for coming out because, you know, that's what they need to hear, the elected officials. But I, I can remember not too far back when the pastors all got together, penned a letter for the paper, the local paper, and then they got hammered by one of the reporters and kind of backtracked everything. So I think if, if the pastors do come out, please don't apologize for being moral and standing up for biblical principles. Please keep pushing forward. We're behind you 100%. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't take long to go online and you see somebody that drops one comment about a moral issue or a moral angle, and the same half a dozen people attack that person relentlessly. And I'm convinced that's that same half a dozen people that are doing most of the, uh, of the division in this community. It's a very small but loud contingent that's being magnified by the irresponsibility of our so-called paper. Right. Commissioner Precinct 1 stepped up to the plate, too, and— you know, he knows that this petition does not belong in commissioner's court. And he brought up what you talked about earlier, Nate. You know, he brought up, you know, Jim Allison with TAC, and it's like, it's not your purview, right? Yes, yeah, stay in your lane. Yeah, That's go to, for district court. Exactly, go to district court. And then so he, you know, he says, hey, I'm making a motion, right, that we just take this off the agenda and get rid of it. And where do you think it landed, Right. G three to two. Hey, three to two, you know, <laughs> because Cotton and Ron and Jack weren't done hammering Dave Eagle and making that court a circus as it was. Well, yeah, uh, what brings it home about the level of circus we're dealing with is so Kevin puts this, uh, puts the motion ahead to just squash the whole thing. And of course, because Ron, Ron and Jack control things, it fails. But the circus doesn't even realize at that point, well, you know what, if we're going to move forward with this whole issue, maybe we need to have another vote to actually pass something saying we're going to investigate Dave Eagle. But that actually never even happens. So it was such a circus, they forgot to even come back behind Kevin and do something else to actually make that agenda item have any teeth to it. But that's the normal action of how Ron Massengale runs or doesn't run the courts. That's right. He has no idea what he's doing. And people that sit there just think, you know, everything's just good. Everything's gravy. Everything's going along just fine. It's like, please pay attention, people. Please look at the video. And while we're talking about videos, please like and subscribe to the Blue Shark video. Smash that like button. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we haven't talked about the attorney that Ron Maskingale picked up the phone and called from Austin, I believe his name was uh, Charles Kimbrough. 
from Bickerstaff Attorneys, and he came in, and you brought him up earlier, you know, when he was at the podium speaking, but Ron Maskell took it upon himself not to call him and say, hey, what do you think, but to call him, pack up, bring your stuff from Austin up to Hood County, and let's talk about a contract, right? Ron Massengill's default position when the government doesn't run the way he wants it to is to grow government until it runs the way he wants it to. His attorney of record, being the uh, county judge, is the county attorney's office. Beyond that, the taxpayers also pay for their tax involvement, and there are some attorney stuff in there. He knew what both of those offices would say because he knows this whole thing is bogus. Again, he is an attorney. But he chose to do this anyways because he will spend and spend and spend until he gets his way. And you brought up Matt Mills, right? Yeah. And, and did anybody bring up the DA? No. So the county attorney and the DA, they weren't notified of any of this. Now, I think Kevin and Dave both spoke with them. But do you think the three amigos would have at least gone to Matt Mills to say, hey, what is our purview? Do we have any type of investigative authority, anything? Because it'd probably go to you, Matt. Did they do that? Well, some to me, some of the best proof that this was never really, this was a farcical piece of political theater from the very beginning is the first people that should have been brought to testify regarding this in front of that court for this issue should have been your county attorney and your district attorney. Tell us what, how, how does your responsibility and authority under the Texas Constitution, how does it apply to this situation? And the only reason to even talk about a third-party attorney is if there's something that they can't do that that third-party attorney can do. Well, you know what? This is the state of Texas. This is a complete government. The reason we have a county attorney and a district attorney is so they can handle no matter what comes for the county. So the, so the fact that those two guys weren't first and foremost consulted is a major red flag. And to me, and this is just my opinion, the fact that neither one of those guys requested to appear before commissioner's court or ask to speak regarding this in, in the very beginning also is a major red flag. Well, they did what you know David Fisher told the court to do, run away. Run away from this as fast as you can is what he suggested to the court because he knew they were wrong. And before we've called it, you know, Ron, Ron and Jack or Ron and Mo Ron or, or whatever, but we've gotten to a point now to where I, I would feel comfortable calling this the tyranny caucus. There's the tyranny caucus of Ron Massengill, Ron Cotton and Jack Wilson and the Liberty caucus of Dave Eagle and uh, Kevin Andrews. And it's a clash between those two right now. But getting back to where we were talking about with this attorney, um, he said at one point that, you know, they were right. You the know, people that, are right. Yeah, the people that came up to speak, they were right about it. Well, you, you know how I read that. Um, I read that as a big law firm out of, out of uh, Austin hearing the ire that's coming from the public that, that the county wants to hire them to do some legal work. And that is an Austin firm saying, no, thank you. We don't want your business. By, because they basically he basically blew their entire premise in a matter of about 15 seconds by affirming that we were correct in saying that this was not the proper venue. So to me, that was that firm saying, nah, no, we don't want to be part of this circus. And also, it is interesting that that attorney that came down from that, Austin, he does have a page on Ballotpedia, which is where you can find information on people that have run for office before. Uh, I'll give you three guesses what party he belongs to. 
John. Eat. Uh, um, the, uh, for lack of a better phrase, the leftist party. Yes. Yeah. He ran for district court as a Democrat. Is that a coincidence? You tell me. But even a Democrat attorney from Austin knows that this whole thing was a joke. Well, you know, he was contacted by Ron, so I'm sure they're big buddies. Probably. I mean, Ron has given to Democrats over 40 times in the last several years. Well, I'd be careful. I got I got up to the podium and I asked, is there an established relationship between Ron Massengill and either this attorney or that attorney firm? And he said no. Well, there we, you go. I expected it to be no, but you know what? I'm glad I got it on the record. Well, and I will be doing a open records request to verify that. I think that's a, a, a one worthy of getting on there. I agree. Well, that's another portion we can do. But... As the special meeting, and we're talking about the special meeting now, not the commissioner court, there was a motion after all this started going south again, you know, and Jack was kind of burying his head, and there was a motion by Jack Wilson to table this because after all this, what, two, three hours of court, they're now figuring out that, uh uh-oh, we may not have the jurisdiction to do what we were doing and this is starting to get out of hand when all we wanted to do was make a circus out of Dave Eagle. And so now Jack comes up with a motion to table this until they can talk to the county attorney. Now, what, don't you think that would have been the first move? But here we are at the end of this after everything's out in public, which it can be, wrong venue. And now Jack made the motion. And, of course, it was... Four yes to table it, and then Dave Eagle abstained. Well, and I am glad that Dave Eagle abstained because it does directly have to do with him. And uh, Ron Cotton or Jack Wilson have been voting in any part of this because both of them endorsed that uh, young carpetbagger that ran against Dave Eagle just here a few months ago. You know, to me, it it smells like a political witch hunt. I think they should have recused themselves. I consider this definitely a victory for the good guys. I mean, this was um, on its face political theater. Of course, it has the tinge of being dangerous because you never know what the Ron, Ron, and Jack show were going. I'm sorry, the Tyranny Caucus. You never know what the Tyranny Caucus is going to do. So while it was political theater, it still puts you know a valued member of the court at danger, regardless. And it was good that we saw a wide stretch of public participation and a lot of people in the audience. I firmly believe. The reason we had a win yesterday was because people showed up. So I'm asking, as an elected official, I'm asking, please become involved in your government. Because if you don't become involved, then we end up being ruled over by the Tyranny Caucus. And we need you. So please, I know that the next commissioner's court's May 10th. And you know what? We need double the number of people there as we had yesterday. So all in all, it was a good day in the commissioner's court. Uh, You know, the people did stand up and speak out. We had pastors out there. We had political leaders out there. We had spades being called spades, and we had some tyranny on display by the tyranny caucus uh, with their unconstitutionally removing a member of the public from their uh, commissioner's court meeting. I am a little disappointed in the sheriff. Uh, Sheriff Deeds, you know, he's been overall pretty good, but I don't agree with him on this one. And you know, it's going to be kind of hard to let something major like that slide. And this should be eye-opening to everybody. And please watch this video. Please go to the county website, watch the entire video, both. I don't know if they're going to separate them between the special. They probably will. 
and the regular commissioner's court, but watch both videos. And what we saw from a packed house, and both of y'all spoke at that event, and, you know, the pastor that came up to speak, that should tell you where this court is at. And people should look and see what truly is dividing Hood County and who is dividing Hood County and why, and why they are involved with being in the process of dividing Hood County. Please do not divide us. Stand for moral, biblical principles and hold your elected officials accountable, no matter who they are, but do it in a proper forum. This wasn't the forum to do it. Take that petition to the district court, and that's where you handle it. Thank you for standing, and Shark Show out. <laughs>